You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rabble Von Dabble. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? It's fucking great, man. You know what I mean? We're on the precipice of a new month. Yes, It's the end of November, and tonight is the last night of November. We're just having a ball. We're having a fucking ball. The last night of November, which means it's also the last night before Hashtag Dorkmas. Dorkmas is coming coming up. up. Just around the corner, we as a shared universe are going to give you the top 25 Christmas movies. That is going to be a dork episode where we reveal all 25. That's going to come out a couple of weeks from now. So get ready for that. Stay tuned for that. We're going to do it right in the heart of Dorkmas too. Rather than don't do it at the end because then you're like, no. oh, shit, I wanted to watch all these. And then the season's over. You're not going to do it at the beginning because we're not going to blow our load early, Ryan. We've all learned our lesson. So We've all learned our right- lesson there. Yeah. We're all going to do it in the middle. But. It is a special night here. If you are listening to us live, know that immediately following this podcast, jump on over to Davey's Twitch page, twitch.tv slash rvond, and Davey's going to put on a fucking concert. Oh, I'm going to try. I, I was I was telling I, you oof. right before we started, man. I You've seen me do this before yes. several times, yes. and I have never experienced the type of high in playing sports and like doing mm-hmm. any... like than playing music in front of people but leading up to it i always like psych myself out you're gonna love it ryan we're gonna love it the people are gonna love it and if you are listening to this uh the next day can i assume we can go onto the twitch page and there'll be videos and clips and stuff yeah there'll be videos and the other thing too i'm i think it, it might be the time rich for us to jump ship on twitch and go just to youtube just straight youtube everything yeah you might be right you might be I think right. it might oh, be the time. Twitch has been the, Twitch yeah. has been good to us, but yeah, uh, with the uh, all like the copyright stuff that they're nailing people with, like yeah. I might get another one of those. I might get whacked with another one of those things. Pretty all soon, right. So, so uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel then. YouTube. Yeah. Dot com slash Dork Podcast. We stream these mm-hmm. episodes on Monday nights. Maybe we'll be adding some of Davy's video game stuff here as well, and we'll throw some other uh, hodgepodge here as well. So that's Let's keep that's it going. going. Oh, by the way, put my fucking Christmas tree up already and I feel so did great I. about it. Oh, you want to hear God. something crazy what the wife did? Yes. I got fucking two Christmas trees. Two? Two. You must have a mansion. Well, no, I have so we <laughs> inherited like a, a really good fake Christmas tree from okay. friends of ours who like right. they wanted to go real yeah, whatever. My sister my sister uh my sister's wife, so my sister-in-law. Yep. Her parents own a Christmas tree farm. Really? So we get a free Christmas tree delivered every single year. Dude, that is nothing. That's nice, that. right? I just dropped like 75 clams on one. Yeah, we get free Christmas tree every wow. year. It's awesome. So now we have so we have two yeah. trees. 
That's really nice. Couple two three. Couple two, Couple two three, three trees. Three trees around, yeah. around back here. <laughs> that is really fun, Ryan. I that's like nice. that. Yeah. That's that's real nice. We're all about all Christmas right. in the Davy Davy household. Good. I'm I'm a I'm pro Christmas as well. And whatever yeah. whatever holiday you it, you know, whatever holiday you celebrate. Shit. Whatever makes you happy. What you man. Do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fuck what it is. As long as yeah. you're having a good time, staying loose out there. And uh, with the Krampus, you getting a sacrifice to Krampus or something? I am I'm in on Krampus. Mm-hmm. Not a great movie, but I like you know, Tony Collette and Adam Scott a lot. Wasn't I, bad. I didn't I, mind Krampus. Okay. I He's dare I say scary. I kind of liked it. You liked Krampus. I did. Maybe we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. Let's talk about it. In a couple of weeks, not right now. Right now. We're not going to... I don't want to talk. I'm not prepared to talk about <laughs> Let's it. Let's go. Right now. I Krampus. don't want to do that. All right. We're going to talk about something else. The news. Ryan, episode five, season two of The Mandalorian. Holy was, shit. Spoiler free here. One of the best things I have seen in a long time. Ah, oh, and just a year that's just <laughs> full of shit. A year oh. that can take a shit. Yep. Take the biggest us, shit, 2020. They, episode five of season two, chapter 13, <sighs> I believe, of The Mandalorian is the probably the single best episode of TV I've seen in the last five years. I, and that is not hyperbole, Ryan. There's been nope. some good episodes of The Boys, Barry, Watchmen, etc. Even The Mandalorian. But this was far and away the best Mandalorian episode and one of the best things I've seen in a while. If we have time, we'll do more of a spoiler full thing at the end of it. Um, you've probably already seen it because it, it just everything jumps online. But holy smoke, start to finish, soup to nuts. This was an episode for me. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Three episodes left of The Mandalorian. Then we will do a standalone on all of season two. Curious to see where they go from here. Because there's going to be an inevitable letdown following this episode. But I wonder how they kind of swerve it, where they go from here to sort of make people on board, you know? Well, if they follow the formula they did last season, the I think the best episode of last season was the final episode. Mm-hmm. So, so if they follow that formula, I think we'll be we're going to be okay here. We're going to get. I think everybody's going to come to the same place. Yes, at some point. Yes, and you're going to get a big, a big surprise in the last Oof. two episodes. I like a surprise. You know me. Mm-hmm. I like a. I like a surprise. Yeah, you do. Couple of uh, TV related newses here, Ryan. Hit me. Two shows came to an end. Yeah. The Undoing on HBO is a six-episode little miniseries when the Cole Kidman and Hugh Grant finale was last night. Not great. To I me. saw that. I didn't watch. I didn't watch. Okay. Did your really wife watch any this? of it? She she bailed. She watched a lot oh, of it and then yeah, hmm. um, yeah. I just I thought no it was a, it was a good whodunit. I was caught up in the whodunit. I didn't know whodunit. We all made guesses on whodunit things like that. But then episode six. Just kind of rushed to a conclusion, and then was kind of like, really? Like it was one of those for me. So, like, oh, that's that's your big payoff right there. Okay, cool. So I didn't, I did not love the Undoing. Speaking of not great television, although the Undoing overall was good, I would say it was good. Not great. Uh, Fargo season four wrapped up last night. I'm still two episodes behind because this thing has been an absolute slog. No, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I've been out for a while. I've, uh, I might binge it if I get nothing. If there's nothing else to watch. Yeah. But yeah, I watched the first three episodes. It's a, it's a hard binge. Brutal. It's a really hard binge because it's slow shit. Oh my god, brutal. And then it doesn't even leave you like 
I feel like there are some shows that can be kind of slow, but if the last five minutes are really compelling and a little bit of a cliffhanger, that's the most bingeable shit. It's like Ozark. Like right. Ozark, you're like, ah, next one, next one. Right. But Fargo, you're just like, okay, good. It's over. Good. Good. It's over. I'm, I've had it. Good. <laughs> Dumb, uh, yeah. The inspiration for the topic du jour, Ryan, uh, about canceled television shows turns out Utopia, which uh, listeners told us to watch. You watched it first, then you told me to watch it. So I watched it. I liked it. It was an Amazon Prime show, uh, really about like a, a pandemic, kind of rough timing here for comic these guys. books and pandemics and whodunits and weird serial killers and comic books come to life. And John Cusack. Like, and John flipping Cusack and Dwight Schrute. Right. And that's what you had. And I liked the show. I understand there were flaws to it. It's it, not everybody liked it. Uh, the reviews were like really mixed. Like some people thought it was the worst fucking show. Other people liked it like we did. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of leaving on a cliffhanger, this is what I think is going to be a theme for a lot of the shows that we discussed mm-hmm. today. The Without spoilers, I, I would recommend it. Go watch it if you have Prime. But the, at the end, you're like, Okay, I can't wait for season two. And then, then I read like two days after I watch that, like there right. will be no season two. And I'm like, and you're like, they lead you to a point where you're like, okay, or, all right, we're finally yep. mm-hmm. gonna see what this is all about. And then like, oh yeah, by the way, we're not we're not doing this. Anymore. No, I'm not doing it. Now here's the thing: yep. this was a show I think seven years ago, a uh, UK show, and yep. maybe even more than seven years ago. And I think they did do two seasons. So I guess I need to track that down. And they they also said that it's like a better show. Like they're like, everybody loves that show. So maybe that's why people were so mixed on it. Because the, the UK, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy. Like the, the British version is better, but like the office, um, I'll, I'll, the yeah, office. I'll definitely check that out. I'll, yeah. I'll look for it. I think it's on prime. So I'll, I'll probably watch that. Uh, Ryan, the next three SNL hosts, give me a, on a scale of one to six, how much leads in your pencil for these hosts. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jason Bateman, four. Yeah, I might go five. I like Bateman. Yeah, but okay, this is your game. Timothy Chalamet, two. He strikes Tim's... me as the least he the least funny person on the planet. But sometimes those could surprise you, right? Yeah, could, maybe. I mean, like Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. They'll do it. They'll yeah. definitely do a skit on his how to say his name. Yes, that's for sure going to happen. That's his Why monologue. The whole monologue right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, or does he do questions from the audience? That he's. I feel like he's got that. They haven't done that old. Uh, that's a pretty good in a while. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Kristen Wiig. Six. Yeah, Kristen Wiig's gonna be awesome. Kristen Wiig's awesome, and the musical guest I think with her is really good too. I forget who it is. Why don't you just tell me the name of the musical guest? I uh, no, I forget who it is, but it's uh. Tenacious D. It's I wish. Bjork. Uh, someone like that. Brian Adams. <laughs> Avril Lavigne. Um, Dua Lipa. Oh, okay. Dua Lipa's the shit. All right, I said it. Soft <laughs> on the eyes, and uh, okay, a great pop singer. I am mad at Fantastic you. pop singer. I like pop. Mm-hmm. Ryan, we normally at this point of the episode do Rossi's horrible take of the week. You got anything? I believe it or I not. Nothing. I think Rossi made it through clean this week. I think he did. I think he unscathed. There was nothing really egregious. Now, no. I also, uh, truth be told, I haven't had a chance to finish the most recent episode. Rossi and Billy D, of course, from the Pop Culture Pile Driver, part of the Dork Shared Universe, they did a uh, holiday dessert tier list with Emerson Lazia from Nessen. Sure. Good dude. And, uh, 
so they were just like ranking like you know cookies and brownies and stuff like that so i think he made it through kind of clean it's, is it, that's kind of a safe topic yeah I, I think he said uh oh yeah thank quinn in the chat saying uh rossi said the peanut butter cookie is the best holiday dessert all right not not a great take that's not a great okay that's not a great take well, okay, so Fryer, right. Fryer said uh, Billy had a rough take. What was Billy's take? All right, while Fryer types in what his is, I will play this. This is game. This Week in Horrible Rossi Takes. All right, and apparently, according to Fryer, uh, Billy hates peanut butter cookies with Hershey Kisses at the center. It's not a horrible take. That's not a horrible. I mean, I, it's, Fryer, not, some people, on, it's too sweet. It's too sweet. And it's, like, that. it's hard to bite into that, and you end up always ripping the Hershey Kiss off. I always take it off and eat it first. Christ, for Christ's sake. So that's then not, it's just a peanut butter cookie. That's not a terrible take. Not a not a bad take. If, but if, if someone the, said that like yeah. fruitcake was their favorite thing, that would be like, you're a fucking animal. You're an asshole. <laughs> you're an animal. <laughs> you're an not asshole. like you're an animal. Like you're no, no you're like you're, a you're, you're a beast. Absolutely <laughs> savage. Yeah. Uh actually a peanut butter cookie being the best dessert is kind of fucking stupid. That's kind of dumb. Like of all the desserts in the like you have these gourmet desserts like tiramisu yeah or like uh like a good creme brulee and you're gonna or like a figgy pudding and you're gonna yes. go a figgy a pudding. peanut butter fucking cookie no no that's kind of outrageous oh speaking of great desserts we ran a poll at dork podcast on twitter uh what is your <laughs> what is your favorite pie we ran this on thanksgiving it was very topical yep. uh and we had four choices uh, pumpkin, pecan, hair, and apple. And with 35.1% of the vote, our listeners' favorite pie is hair pie. Hair pie. <laughs> so you're going to sit there and tell me that 35% of our audience. Super close. Apple was right there. Apple Apple's 30, right there. 33.6%, but yep. by a hair, it was hair pie. <laughs> I was actually surprised around that uh, pumpkin finished fourth. I actually like a pumpkin pie. I don't like pumpkin. You know why? Pumpkin's a liar. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Fuck. There is oh. no such thing as pumpkin flavor. What do you mean? It's You're never eating fucking a- cinnamon. You're it's cinnamon and vanilla. Yeah. Mm, pumpkin doesn't true. taste like that. It's like, it's like the lie of red velvet. Like red velvet isn't a flavor. It's just chocolate cake dyed red. I think you're kind of shitting on pumpkin though. Unnecessarily. Pumpkin. I like pumpkin flavored things pumpkin spice and everything nice you like cinnamon and vanilla and like nutmeg like that's what you like you don't like I mean, pumpkin now that you mention it i do like all those things yeah exactly yeah. that's what pumpkin oh. is yeah i like pumpkin nutmeg. pumpkin flavor is a lie <laughs> all right well uh, you're a person who loves conspiracies that's my conspiracy all right well i don't care i guess that it doesn't really affect me that much i mean i like a pumpkin roll i like a, a pumpkin know, coffee pumpkin cheesecake as fryer says in the chat that's a good yeah, one but again there's no pumpkin in that it's just dyed orange and has cinnamon in it. Well, pumpkins are orange. <laughs> <laughs> and real key lime pie is white, you savages. Do you, you see that Scream 5 teaser that was going around the internet? No. Somebody cut a pumpkin with a sword. Oh, I did see that. Did yes, you see that? I did see that, yep. So apparently the new Scream movie is going to be a guy on a deck wearing the Scream mask in an sweatpants. Un- an unshoveled deck cutting pumpkins. <laughs> Hey, slice it smooth <laughs> off, though. Uh, smooth off. Pumpkins. All right, let's get to the next thing. Let's get to the next thing, he said. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. 
All right, Ryan, we know it's the holiday season. What do you have for and us? And loop-de-loop. Well, first of all, the, the Davies Video Game Minute is brought to you by our friends at Wild Bill Soda. Get you some. It's the holiday season. They got some great sales going on. Oh Cyber God. Monday, small business. Is it small business? Was it like a uh, small Sunday. business Sunday? Was that? All right. Anyway, uh, make sure they've got some good deals going on right now. And use the promo code Ron Von D. Get you some Wild Bill Soda. They're the best. Great Check gift. Them out. Great it's gift. Amazing this gift. Season. These, by the way, these mugs, I think they have a deal right now. They're giving away a free 12 pack of soda if you buy an insulated mug. I, honest uh, to God, I take this mug with me everywhere and I get compliments on it all the time. How long does your soda stay cold? Uh, for like hours. And not yeah. only that, um, the coffee stays hot too. So, oh, best of both worlds. So, there you go. So, yeah. get, get an insulated mug from Wild Bills. Use the promo code Ron Von D. Over 60 bucks will get you free shipping too. Oh my so god! So check them out. Uh, go to drinkwildbills.com. Check them out. Um, yeah. As far as the video game minute goes, like you said, it's the holiday season right now, so there's not a lot of other than consoles. There's not a lot of new games coming out. Um, there are a lot of deals right now. For instance, oh, I love you can a deal. Get a 256 gig Oculus Two, which is completely wireless for three ninety nine, and a twenty dollar gift card to I believe it's Newegg. <laughs> to Crate and Barrel. <laughs> no, no, it's Newegg is where they where they're selling it. So like, okay. Oculus twos are are get, are pretty hot right now. Um, but other than that, man, like there's a ton of deals going on. I think you can get uh, The Last of Us two is twenty five bucks. Oh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima is thirty four dollars right now. Oof, um, and I there's a bunch of other stuff that's like on sale. Spider Man right super and, cheap. If you somehow miss Spider Man, yeah. I saw that super cheap. And a lot of a lot of these games, if you look closely, some of them have the next gen upgrade for free. So, oh. uh, I, like Borderlands right now, I think is like thirty bucks. Plus, you get the PlayStation Five or Xbox One Series X three sixty, whatever yeah. the fuck it is. You get that for free too. So make sure you check those out. Make sure you are uh, you're on top of all these deals. And not to timestamp this, but it is Cyber Monday, so a lot of sweet deals going on right now. So check that deals. out. If you're in the chat right now, check it out. All right. Very good, Ryan. I like that very much. All right. Are you ready for the topic du jour? I'm sorry. I've got my mind's other like other places right now, but well, I'm glad you, you asked because it's the topic of the day. And today it is the best canceled TV shows. So sort of inspired by Utopia getting the axe before they could finish telling their story. Here's a list of, uh, and we didn't rank them. What we did is we each made a list, and we're just going to kind of ping pong it back and forth. We haven't seen each other's lists, so it could be a lot of overlap. I'm assuming there's going to be certainly some overlap. And just shows that didn't, in my opinion, this is how I did it, shows that even if they ran for a couple of seasons, they didn't get a heads up that they were going to be done, and they might have left it where, all right, there's no finale. And like there's, there's a big fan base, myself being included, and we're like, so how does it end? It oh, it doesn't end because <laughs> these guys get kind of the the okey doke, and it's a lot of either poor ratings or uh, like it was just the the shows cost too much money, or they didn't realize how popular they were till it was too late. And there was like once the DVDs came out or once the shows came out on demand, they're like, oh wait a minute, there is a following for the show, but we already canceled it, and then it's just over with. So. That's how I did my list. How did you do yours? Similar? Pretty much the same. So it was it was shows that um, were a surprise that they got canceled, um, that were doing yeah. really well, that people, at least critically or the audiences, really, really liked these shows. Yeah. And one of the one of the I think the main criteria that you and I both focused on was like it didn't finish. Yeah. Like there, like there are some shows that you 
you knew the end was coming and they had think of like Friday Night Lights. They had a perfect ending to that show. Um, Soprano, like none of those shows got canceled. Right. But they were just done. Right. So some of these shows ended and there was a lot of like, what the fuck? Like, how did the show get canceled? Mm hmm. Right. So that's kind of where I was. And I said, I, I tried to keep it like under five, under four or five seasons. Yeah. I originally started with like one or two seasons, but then I realized that there was more on my list. There were three or yeah. four, but they had the same thing. They had that, that, that cliffhanger ending. And you're like, what? Or in some cases, it was like getting even better. Like it really started to get good. And you were like, you couldn't wait for it. And you're like, what oh, got canceled? And you think every- of all these, sh- sorry. You, I was going to say, you think of all these shows too that went on too long. That should have oh, that happens all the time. That happens yeah. all the time. And there's always a list of shows that get canceled every single year where you're like, yeah, no shit. I'm surprised they even started. Right. Uh, but then there's a list like this that uh, I think I have a list of 10, but we'll we'll just kick it back and forth. The one that I'm sure is on your list is the one that I think is the most synonymous with, wow, this got canceled way too soon, would be Firefly. Uh, and that's like the like the... Definition. Whenever someone thinks of this, they're like, "All right, so you're talking about Firefly." Like, That's we it. are absolutely talking about Firefly. It's 100% Firefly, which lasted yeah. one season on Fox. It was 14 total episodes, and Fox actually announced its cancellation after 11 episodes had aired. So they still had three more to show, and they already knew, like, "All right, we're done." And this is uh, Nathan Fillion. It is basically Star Wars. Like it's it's like a western in space type of thing. Yeah, it's basically it's not like, a western, but it, it's it's very no. Star Wars esque. Yeah, it has western elements. Yeah, you know, and it, it has a lot of Star Wars elements to it. I mean, Nathan yeah. Fillion, um, in that like, show, a little Han Solo, yeah, a lot of Han Solo there. Yeah, a lot um, of Han Solo. But they created this world that's really good, and they created a bunch of very likable characters. And actually, I think I want to say. This is like a throwback, throwback episode, but I believe me and Opie the Poet, old school listeners of the Dork Podcast might remember, but we did a Firefly Serenity episode. So what happened was this show became so popular after it went off the air and so many people came out of the woodwork and they like they got the DVDs and there was a huge like cult following for this. And they were like, all right, we didn't really get to finish and tell our story. So they made a movie. And so they made Serenity, same cast, same like everything, added a couple characters or whatever, and then they made a movie, which was a good movie too. It's a great movie. It's a great, it's a great sci-fi yeah. West. Uh, I don't want to say spaghetti western, but it's like a sci-fi western mm-hmm. movie. It's it's great. And again, I think a lot of what Star Wars has become is due in part to Firefly. Like there is there is a market there for kind of that crossover stuff that you didn't really see before. Like you were talking sci-fi on TV. You were talking Battlestar Galactica. You were talking uh, Star Trek. You were talking, uh, you know, whatever else. But like this was kind of like a crossover hit. Um, and a That's lot great. of shows have taken their cues from Firefly on like how yeah. to be, because f- it was funny. It was it well was written. Funny. Yeah. Um, but it also had like great action moments too. So there was a lot of crossover yeah. stuff there that was really, really good. Um, and like you said, Serenity, the movie was, was great, but good. At that at, by no pun intended, but the ship had sailed yeah. Yeah, at yeah. that point, you know, was it, uh, Marina Baccarin? Is that how you say her name? Who is in Deadpool? Mm-hmm. Who is, and she played the, um, very easy on the eyes. Oh yeah. She's in this. Yep. She was good. She's good. In this. Uh, the next one I want to bring up. And again, a show that critically was off the map at how good it was. And it only lasted for one season in 1999. And that was Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Now you look at the cast of this show. Crazy. It's crazy. So you have 
uh, Jason Siegel, James Franco, Busy Phillips, Linda Cardellini, um, Seth Rogen, uh, Rashida Jones was in a couple episodes. I think Shia um, LaBeouf was in a couple. Shia LaBeouf was in an episode. Yeah. Um, crazy talented. Martin Starr. Martin Starr, who's great. And then uh, who might, um, John Francis Daly, who right. reminds me of our pal Sharky. Oh, a little bit. In this yep. show. Um, he went on to write Waiting. He wrote Horrible Bosses. He was in a bunch of other stuff. So Didn't he was he write um, one of the Spider-Man movies. I think he did. I think he wrote Homecoming. I think he might have wrote Homecoming. He was like, one of the writers in Homecoming. Bizarre. So like, yeah. Um, he plays Sam Weir. So uh, uh, again, an incredibly talented cast and an awesome show set in the '80s. Um, that was just it had a lot of heart. It was funny. Um, it was. Uh, I think I said Joss Whedon, but Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Um, he was 100 percent Judd Apatow. Yeah. And he was still pissed. He's like still pissed to this day that they canceled that show. And so this ran, like you said, for one season, 18 episodes. It was canceled after 12 aired. And I think they had to like plead to get the other ones even released or something like that. And but again, this- it kind of ends on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Right. Oh, and you know, every so- kind of high school show always i feel like always goes like four years or three years like you always yeah. like at least get the kids to sort of go through so you had uh linda cardellini and then her younger brother so like you had all ages of high school represented so they right. easily could have done a couple more seasons of the show like easily and it's very rewatchable today like you can you can it. find it and that's you can the thing. find it yeah it was on some channel what it was on like, it was like, on netflix oh was it and it was the show i would just put on just to like have noise. it's good it was, it's funny and, as hell and it's 18 episodes, and they're all an hour long, but they're great episodes. Yeah. Awesome episodes. I don't think there's a bad one in the bunch. I love it. That, yeah. that was on my list, too, for sure. That one's good. Uh, this one, and this this here's one, Davey, that I, that I wanted to save, and that would be, and maybe there's still a chance that it could come back, Daredevil. Daredevil, yeah. three seasons, 39 total episodes, and I thought the third season was great, and it was really ramping up. It was kind of setting up some other things, like a, a bigger collision course with other villains and introducing other characters and things like that. I just always loved watching the show. There was so much more they could do with it, and obviously I always wanted them to sort of expand into the movies. But even if they didn't do that, it's just so well cast. Like that dude, Charlie Cox, needs mm-hmm. to be able to play Daredevil more. Uh, Kingpin, Bullseye, like all the characters, like Punisher again, whatever you want to do. And as you know, with the comics, there's a million Daredevil stories to tell. Right. And this definitely should have lasted. I mean, 39 episodes is still not bad. Like, that's a decent run, but it des- it deserved a lot more. It deserved 100. And like and like you said, the is- the biggest issue I had with this show was it was getting better. Yeah. Every season got better. Um, Season one was a knockout. I think season two did a little... I uh, was a little bit of a step back, but did some real good character development. And season three was awesome. Loved it. Uh, and it was getting better. Like, whereas the other, the other Marvel shows like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones were just progressively getting worse. Yeah. It well, was continuously I, getting better. I feel like Jessica Jones was season three. That might be our episode next week. Oh yeah. I, I did. I loved season one of Jessica Jones season two. I hated. And then hated three it. was fine. Uh, yeah. Luke Cage was fine. Then bad. Iron Fist was bad, then fine. Punisher I liked. The Defenders, Defenders was, was fine. It was fine at best. Yeah. So, yeah, it was more of a mixed bag. But if they just focused on Daredevil, like, that was just such a good show. And a like we cast, said, so, everything. so December 1, I believe, those it rights flipped. revert back to, to Disney. But can they put this on Disney Plus? 
I think so. I mean, they have the Mandalorian. It's no worse than the Mandalorian. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think you forget. We'll go back and watch. There's a lot like, of violence. Like There's a when, lot of violence. When, like, the Punisher, violence. when the Punisher is in prison and like breaking his way out or whatever. Oh, yeah, and he's like stabbing people in the neck and stuff. You can't put that on. Shit. I don't think you can. Like, they don't. It's funny. Like, they don't swear. There's no like real but, sex. But you can put it on Hulu. Because I think Disney owns Hulu. All right, maybe that's what you have so to you do. You could do it. You could put it on Hulu. Have it like we talked about this a while ago. Like, shouldn't there be like a uh, an adult section of Disney Plus? No. Yeah, Disney that's X. Not what D- Disney X. There you think? Oh yeah, see, Joshua gets it. Yeah, we literally just had it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think Disney so. X. I don't think so. Come I don't on. think they'll do it. I don't think they'll do it. They're they're put so a little protected. pin code or something, and you know that way your daughters can't jump on there. Did you hear? No, did you hear that shit? If you get like a Disney tattoo and they find out about it, like they've sued people. For getting like Disney tattoos, well, I don't want a Disney tattoo. I just no, want but like they on they Disney have. X, triple X. Yeah, Fryer brings up a good point. They're making the Deadpool three. Technically, Fox is. Are they make really? I think so. I think it's Fox. No, the Marvels Fox. making it. Well, well, I don't think there is all Fox this anymore. Right, so it's all the same. So they could they don't they're not going to put the Disney name on it. Is what is, I'm saying. Is Deadpool gonna be on Disney Plus at any point? No. Both right. Deadpool's are now on Hulu. Oh, so there's your answer right there. So, like, so that, maybe that's Daredevil where I mean. goes to Hulu. You know yeah. what? Then this son of a bitch. That's what would make me get Hulu. Yeah, that's what would do it if they got Daredevil and Punisher. Right. <laughs> I and I think they have a deal right now. If if you buy Hulu, it's like Hulu Prime or something, like Hulu Plus or something. <laughs> Hulu Max. You, you get you get Spotify Premium. So there's that. What am I gonna do with that? Listen to music commercial free like I do. It's the shit. Now I'm all set. Any music you want. You never download another song ever again. I don't. I listen to myself. I don't need it. <laughs> and Power Man 5000 CDs. P Man, how much is the, the new P Man 5K? Is that coming out? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it's it's back to me now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I had I had Freaks and Geeks, and then the other one I wanted to uh, American Vandal. Yeah, American Vandal. American yeah. Vandal was two seasons. Uh, two pretty good seasons. We had Who Drew the Dicks. Uh, who did and, the dicks? And who was that? What do they call it? The like the the shitter or something like that? Like the I forget. Yeah. Someone was like shitting stuff. Yeah, right. The there was pooper. a lot of poop stuff. There was most. It was a lot of poop stuff. Um, Trace Leches and putting you know poisoning stuff. What was I, it see, called? Those are good. But these shows, were great. Though. They were great, and the kids in it were really really funny. Yeah. Um. I could do another. I that'd be a good standalone episode. Actually, I could rewatch American Vandal. It's funny. American Vandal. Who did? The, who drew the dicks? That's because Netflix just axed all these shows, and, and some of them they should have. Like I'm, I'm thinking of a show. Like that show was actually really good and really funny. I really enjoyed that show. And then there was like, did you see the OA? No, no. People that was supposed to be like the next big thing. It was the most laugh out loud, yeah, fucking that. ridiculous bad show i've ever seen and people were like convincing me that it was good it's not yeah it's not i'm not watching that but what if i told you you can control the future richard through interpretive dance oh i'm listening i could do (laughs) i can i can do some moves if you want me to do oh my god and that's what they call they call them the movements and there's nine of them and it's the most ridiculous thing watching nine people in a room do these movements yeah you would laugh it's laugh out loud bad my buddy took uh, interpretive dance in college. No fucking way. Who did that? Bales. Yeah, Bales he did. Took an interpretive dance class. Bales took like a, or some kind of dance class, and he like he did like a few moves. It was pretty good. 
<laughs> he had like a whole bunch of like a whole thing he, he would do. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. I think, he got, right. I think he got a good grade in it. Uh, I'll do another Netflix show just because we're, we're piling on Netflix right now. But this is one that we've mentioned a few times recently on the podcast because it was recently canceled. Uh, Mindhunter. I loved Mindhunter. It's it's two, good. I mean, it's seasons, a good show. Two seasons, 19 episodes. But what really pisses me off about this one is it wasn't like episode two just ended and it was like kind of self-contained and there was no future story. But they were teasing the BTK killer throughout that season. And this season takes place, I believe, what was it, the early 80s? The BTK killer isn't uh, arrested till decades later. And so you're like, all right, well, you're not setting him up, I don't think, unless there's going to be some kind of payoff down the road. And there just wasn't. Like, because they were doing like a time jump, right? Where they would show him and then they'd jump back and forth mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And you're like, uh, cool. Like, are we going to get to that? And no. And they just pulled the plug. It was like, I like that show a lot. And so. That's thanks. Right. And this is a, so my next one is a, a bit of a personal pick. Um, HBO's Rome. Now, this, this, right. and the only reason I bring that up is because it's the same problem as Mindhunter, where this show, <clears throat> it came out, I think, after, while The Sopranos was out. So The Sopranos was like the biggest thing drama. Ever. Like, yeah. and, and it, it was the biggest thing ever. Oh, yeah. And Rome comes out, and the guy who was the historical consultant for Rome came to my college and spoke to us. And it was one of the coolest things to get to talk to him about the show and like before it came out and like all that stuff. And then um, to see that era of Rome, which is my favorite era, like the end of the Republic and the start of the empire, where you had like Julius C- the end of the end of season one is Julius Caesar getting assassinated. And then the second season is the civil war with Augustus and Octavian, where that was going to go. And then what happened was, they built, like, basically rebuilt the city of Rome as it would have looked back then, oh, at wow. the turn at the turn of the century. Yep. Um, and it was too expensive. Like the HBO basically is like, we can't afford to do this show anymore because the just the sets alone too much were yeah. so expensive. Yeah. Um, but it was a really fucking well made show. Mm. Um, it nailed. A, I, I use it in class. There's a lot of nudity and a lot of violence, so I have to pick my spots. Yeah. But I use it as teaching in Rome. Like one of the first things, um, one of the first things they show. um, Yeah. So uh, Mike's daughter is Octavia. She plays Caesar's daughter or Caesar's niece. Yeah. So Terry in the chat says Carrie Condon, who's in Rome is Mike's daughter. Oh yeah. I guess daughter-in-law in in, in Better Call Saul. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she's Octavian's sister. So Caesar's technically adopted kids, but um, it's, yeah, it's a phenomenal show. The first season is excellent. Oh. Um, and really, oh. if you, historically, like, it's one of the shows where, as a, I'm going to say it. Yeah, go ahead, please. As a classicist, yep. does a really good job, a really good job of what Rome would have looked like back then. Nice. All right. So there's that. I like that very much. How about this one, Ryan? This one's more, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this for uh, my sister would probably have this high on her list. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. My so-called life. And this blows me away. Yeah. Because looking at these shows, I was doing a little bit of research. Sure, right? as you, as you would do, we're as I do. Podcast hosts, that's all we can. I do. am floored that this was only one season because people talked about this show for years. Oh, it had a huge cultural huge. impact. I mean, huge. It is one of the most popular shows of the '90s, and it ran for all of one season. It was 19 episodes. Don't tell me what it was, but it ended on a cliffhanger. 
And they thought they were getting more episodes. They didn't. Claire Danes was the star of the show. Mm-hmm. My sister, I think at this time, was probably the same age as Claire Danes. I think she dyed her hair the same color as her. She had like that that exact flannel coat or whatever jacket thing that she had. Yeah. She she like was this girl from My So-Called Life, which everybody would know. Everybody from like our our mm-hmm. age range and older would know this show and yet it ran for one season and like i don't know i didn't wasn't following them, what the ratings were and shit like that back then must not have been great but it feels like everybody that we knew watched it so i don't know how that one didn't get picked up for a second season so i grew up in a household where basically i was told i could watch whatever i wanted and do whatever because like i wasn't gonna do anything but my parents knew that i wasn't gonna do anything bad so i was actually i was 13 or i was in junior high but i was one of my few friends who was actually allowed to like watch this show and thinking about it now in the nineties, like the early with like grunge and like, you know, all this like angst and like all this shit, like it really nailed what it was like to be a teenager at that time. Mm -hmm. And I think people were like, not too cool with it because they dealt with like, you know, homosexuality and they dealt uh, like substance abuse and like um, mental illness and like all of these things. And um, it was just such a really like, real show that i think it yeah. was speaking of shows and someone's like way before it's time like if this show was on now oh yeah and probably it, like i never saw is it euphoria the one with yeah. uh zendaya like or i, I don't think know of like one. 13's reasons why like that show fucking sucked for a lot of reasons yeah, yeah. and it was like trying to do what my so-called life did but fucking failed at it miserably so this show came out and it ran from august of 94 to january of 95 so i was 10 my sister was 14 so like this was, I, and i was 13 was, i was 12 13 yeah. i was 13 so like this was this was our life and so this is just the theme this is what it says on uh, wikipedia for those younger than us that don't remember the show my so-called life dealt with major social issues from the mid 90s including child abuse homophobia teenage alcoholism homelessness adultery school violence censorship and drug use and this was an abc show it it's was then, like it, bizarre- Something happened where it like it moved to MTV. Um, and maybe I think the that's where ones. I saw it. No, so oh, okay. yeah, so once it got, and that's why in my mind this was this show went on for years. Yeah, because it was on ABC, and then it got canned, and then they yeah. moved it to M- uh, MTV, and that's where I watched it was on MTV. Mm-hmm. And you remember who the uh, the bad boy was? Oh yeah, Jared yeah. Leto. I never forget it because every young girl Jared in Leto. junior high. Mm-hmm. I are so Jordan Catalano, like everyone in my junior high school. Correct. Every girl that I liked was like so into like Jordan Catalano. Crazy. It was a good show though. Like uh it, it was it's a good show. Because like, you know, we had one TV and growing up, I think this is before we got our direct TV. So for the longest time, we only had like four channels in our house. We had like <laughs> CBS, ABC, NBC, PBS, maybe yeah. Fox. Like that's all we had for the longest time. And so this was one of the shows. So if my sister wanted to watch it, it's like, what else am I going to do? Not watch guess it? We're, that, guess we're watching it. Yeah, That's why I've seen every episode of 90210, every episode of My So-Called Life, every episode of Golden Girls. Like They're on, I'll watch them. And guess what? They're all really good. They're so, all really good. <laughs> so I'm not mad at that. Uh, back to you. Back to me. Heroes. Talk to me about Heroes. Because, oh, yeah. because season one of Heroes is excellent. Hmm. I think. Okay. Um, have, you ever, have you seen Heroes? I never watched it. Season one is excellent. Now, I think what happened, and it's the same thing with season two of Heroes, the same thing with Friday Night Lights, is that happened during the writer's strike. Oh, yeah. Just where like season two of Friday Night Lights is, I skip it. I I don't watch it. 
I see to me I like the characters so much, but it's just like they do some stuff that they wouldn't do, and it's just like so yeah. out there for some of it. Like but... Landry and Tyra are murderers. Yeah, they killed a guy. So Land- think... Landry killed a guy. Yeah. So I think um season one of Heroes is fantastic. Season two is a dumpster fire. And then they tried to fix it with season three. Like it came back like a couple years later, but uh, by that point, like it was too much. It was, screwed it was done. It. They yeah. kind of screwed it. Um, but Heroes season one is so goddamn good. And I, I would I would recommend yeah. it if you haven't watched it, you should you should watch it. It's right. really, really good. What's it on now? Is it on Hulu probably? Uh I think you could you can find it. Okay. All right, I'll find uh, it. I'll find it. It's Heroes. on uh, NBC. It's on Peacock. Oh, all right. I'll go I can give it a go. Yep. I can give it a go. All right. Go. Speaking of NBC, Ryan. Uh, a show that I re- recently watched because it's on Netflix. I finally saw it after all these years. I wanted to see it. Hannibal. Dude. Hannibal. I liked Hannibal a lot. It did. It still ran three seasons, 39 total episodes, but it had poor ratings. It was always reviewed pretty well, but now I think it's picked up more of a following thanks to streaming and everything else. And it's a good show, and they certainly weren't done. Like, there's more to it. And I know that a couple of the leads. Uh, the guy who plays Will Graham and Mads Mikkelsen who plays Hannibal, like they've ta- they're like, yeah, like if this got picked up, because that's the other thing is a lot of shows recently have gotten like reboots, they've gotten like picked back up or whatever, it's saved, and this show would fit the criteria for that. If they picked this up, I think I think it would be uh, awesome. They do such a good job, like taking those characters, and I guess it's more closer to the book that I'm familiar with. Yes. So it's like, more like uh was it Red Dragon? So if you watch the yeah. movie Red Dragon? Yeah. Um I forget whose name's Will Will Graham. He's the Will main Graham. character. So he's yeah. who was played by Edward Norton. Edward Norton played him kind of straight. Like yeah. uh Hugh Hugh Lord not Hugh Laurie. Not uh, Hugh Laurie. I know I, but the guy who plays Will Graham in the show He's is... married I think he's married to Claire Danes. But anyway, he um yeah, Small World. Small World. I he um <laughs> plays that character so well. Oh, he's it's awesome. Like, yeah it's awesome and then uh yeah it's a good cast it's a it's a good show um all right what else you got uh there was a joss whedon show i it ended i don't know how many seasons it went on but i remember it and uh dollhouse did you ever watch dollhouse oh that was a lot of watertown shout out yeah well shout out to watertown watertown sportswear speaking of steel it's mooch um i like that show and it was a bunch of it was a bunch of like um uh, female assassins who would get their identities wiped and then they would give them new ones, if I remember correctly. Um, Sounds pretty good to me. And it was a Whedon show, and it was it was good. And I just remember it. Um, I think it, it was went a Fox like two show, or three believe, seasons. Right? It was a Fox show, and then it was just gone. Once mm-hmm. so like it's a show that you know, easy come, easy say, go, easy come, easy go. There it is. Now, this next one, I know you might scoff at. For a couple of reasons. One, it ran for 107 episodes. That's like eight seasons. But no, it was five. All right. It was five seasons, but they didn't get to tell their whole story. And that show is Ghost Whisperer. Oh, fuck. Hang on a second. Get out of here. Because... I thought you were going to say something else. I thought you were going to say a better show. Nope. This was a yeah. great show. This It sounds like someone who's never watched the show is what it sounds like. <laughs> this show had everything, Ryan. Laughs cries boners whatever you wanted while you watched the show you would get it was i'm into boners angels sent down from heaven to be the star of this show and she spoke to ghosts that would be jennifer love hewitt and i found a quote from jlh after the show got canceled would you like to hear this quote please 
quote, when you've taken people on a journey for so long, the least you can do is give them a goodbye. For a show that was about unfinished business, we didn't get to finish. End quote. Anything of that? This show, something somebody said. This show needs a movie. This show was good. Jay Moore had a nice couple of seasons on there. Jamie Kennedy had a couple of good seasons in there. Uh, it had something for everybody. Did it though? It did. What are you into? Let me tell. I bet. It, I bet you there was something in there for you. <laughs> All right. Next one. Um, male nudity. Do we have any male? <laughs> yeah, probably. Nudity? Yeah. Do you probably. Have any ding dongs. Do you have yeah. any dangus in there? Yep. All right. So I'm up, and this is a show that I actually bought. When iTunes was in its infancy, I actually bought the first season of the show. I still own it. If I open up my iTunes right now, I can still watch it. And that show is The Black Donnellys. Now, this show was set in New York, and it was centered around, I think it was four or five brothers. Four brothers. (laughs) They're they're brothers. They're They're brothers. They're brothers. brothers. Uh, (laughs) Jonathan Tucker, who you would recognize, um, played uh, Tommy Donnelly. Uh, Tom Geary. Guiri, G-U-I-R-Y, who played Scotty Smalls in The Sandlot. Oh, okay. Was one of the brothers. And it was the very first time I laid eyes on Olivia Wilde, who played Jenny Riley, who was like Tommy Donnelly's love interest. Yeah. Holy shit. I was blown away by Jenny Riley um, in this show. They recently got separated, I believe, her and Jason Sudeikis. They did. What's up with that? There's a chance. I don't know. I, I believe no they were also, I could be wrong on this. I could be somebody else I'm thinking of. I believe they did like the tantric, like two hour long sex. Which is great because seems I like, would last 10 seconds. <laughs> seems like it's much too much. <laughs> like that's that's yeah. too much. Like that, who that are seems... you? Who are you? Sting? Like cut it out. <laughs> like what? Is, like, I, I mean, anyway, I just feel, I feel like it's a lot. And I feel like it's a bit showy offy if you ask me. Well, here's, here's, have you ever watched the show? Are you talking? Oh, no. Black Donnelly's? All right. So the series follows four young Roman Catholic Irish American brothers in New York City's Hell's Kitchen neighborhood and their involvement with a petty and organized crime. With petty and organized crime. Set in the present day, the show draws heavily upon Irish American history and iconic themes. The pilot episode illustrates a clear tension and rivalry between the Irish and Italians. The episodes are narrated by childhood friend Joey Ice Cream. who Joey uh, Ice Cream. Yes, who the show depicts as an unreliable narrator. So he's like... um, Joey it, Ice Cream. Joe, yeah, they call him Joey Ice. The, it's one of the, but what show can I watch where the Irish and it, it there's the Irish mob and the Italian mob and the Irish mob is the good guys? You know, other than like Gangs of New York. What channel was the show on? It was on NBC. Oh, okay. And it was only it only lasted a season, and it's yeah. excellent. All right. If you haven't seen the Black Donnellys, watch the Black Donnellys. Okay, good one. Yep. I have three more. I have two more, so this okay. is perfect. Uh, one of my favorite shows for a while, at least while whilst it was on, and I feel like it's a forgotten about show. You know how much I love Will Forte, who I knew you were going to bring this up. Okay, great yep. in MacGruber and great on SNL. He got a chance to do his own show on Fox. It was called The Last Man on Earth, and he, to his credit, got four seasons and sixty-seven episodes. I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, but but it didn't feel long enough, and it didn't and it didn't finished telling the story it ended it was another one of these that ended on a cliffhanger and it was funny because he kind of played mcgruber but also kind of like this newish character it was like mm-hmm. a lot of mcgruber like overtones to it but it was a good show they ended up like rounding out a pretty good cast spoiler he's not the last man on earth and uh but 
it was like really really funny but then they would like mix in some really serious stuff about what it would be like to live in the apocalypse and to live like this but there was a huge like curveball at the end like the the last episode that ever aired and you're like arts what happened like at least tell me what happened yeah. and so that's why it's, it was a double whammy it was a good show and you were just like left confused as shit uh one show that is now i'm i'm looking through the list of ni- uh 2020 canceled shows yeah uh, castle rock after two seasons oh, i didn't see it it was good okay like, it took place it takes place it's basically the entire stephen king universe is like pulled together. yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. i know it's about so season yeah. two it was um uh i forget her name claire janice and no janice ian from mean girls lizzie kaplan lizzie kaplan i love played, lizzie um she played Hello. the chick from misery any any um oh really yeah oh my god and it's like her kind of like origin story oh awesome but bill skarsgård who plays pennywise is in the first season and he's like this weird like you don't know who he is kind of guy annie noakes is that her name annie yeah noakes? yes yeah so she yeah. so castle rock Good um one. yeah definitely check that out if you guys yeah. haven't haven't seen that all right this one like kind of counts uh well it counts for a time and then it actually got picked up so i don't know if you included it or not but arrested development when it got canceled and it never regained that steam so arrested development aired on fox of course jason bateman great cast like on down the line will arnett uh it ran for three seasons got canceled everybody loved it they're like what the fuck it's hilarious it's legit one of the 10 funniest shows i think i've ever seen and then netflix picked it up they brought it back and it just to me wasn't ever as good the first no. three seasons are where it's at, though, on that show. Like the first so three smart, seasons, so funny. Oh, so good! And the way they do, I feel like they they figured out a way to have inside jokes with the audience. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, which was like, it. which is which is a really really cool thing. And it was uh, was it Ron Howard? Yep, executive produced that show. Yeah. And I think this is where somebody said when watching Arrested Development, I forget who it was. It might have actually been Will Arnett talking about Jason Bateman. Where they were like, he's the best at things happening to him. Yes, a hundred percent. And he and it's so true. Like yeah. just Jason Bateman in any scene, the scene is better because he just he reacts to and the characters in that show are so crazy and They're ridiculous. so over the top. Yeah. Like both of his brothers, his sister, his parents are all nuts. Then you got his son is, is played by Michael Sarah, who's really good in it. Yeah, you, it's just but then a drip. All the side characters that come. First of all, David Cross is next level funny in it. Like, like the the never nude. Oh he, yeah, he's so good. But then when you when you bring in all these other side characters, like the Martin Short and Henry Winkler and uh, what the fuck's the guy that played uh, Apollo Creed? Uh, oh, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, like, yeah, so good. So I I love it. Love the show. Um. Yeah, it's a, it's an all time. The first three seasons of that show are all timers, hundred um, percent. And this one, it just got canceled. It was one season on Hulu. Um, High Fidelity, starring oh. um, uh, Zoe Kravitz. So what's it's funny because I love that movie and I love the Nick. I love the book. I read the book, saw the movie. I'll actually, reverse that. I saw the movie, then read the book. Both of them are excellent. Um, the John Cusack, Jack Black. But it's funny because one of the the women who Jack Black has relations with in the High Fidelity movie is Lisa Bonet, who is Zoe Kravitz's mother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they flipped it. So, like, Zoe Kravitz is the lead in the show. Um, It's a great 
show and a great movie and even a great book for anybody who's a fan of music and is in considers themselves like a real music snob. Um, it's just a show for like that. And I think the issue was it's just for such just like a small group of people. Yeah. Who really yeah. like the movie, really like the book. And it just didn't right. have the audience it should have had. Right. Um, or, or it deserved. There's a, there's an audience out there. People would have loved this show if more people watched it, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Can't watch everything. Right. Ryan, you can't watch everything. That's sort can't of the sad everything. reality of it all. Last one I have for you is, uh, Goo is not the only fan of the show in the Dork Shared Universe. Don't, don't. Alf, bro. Oh Alf. shit! I thought you were gonna say Stella. No, no. They're gonna say Stella. No, okay. no, no. Right. Come on, Alf. I got the I got his bobblehead behind me. I had his poster mm-hmm. on my wall in high school. Love me some Alf. It did make it 102 episodes, which is a which is a serious run. I think any show that hits the hundred mark, that's a good sign of a of a show. But it was four seasons, and it left on a cliffhanger. And then they tried to wrap it up with a, a movie called Project Alf, and uh, that wasn't great. So, but a, a great, like a funny, ridiculous show that ran uh, on NBC for four years, and uh, like a cl- an absolute classic. And here's a show that what that would have made this list had it not been for Disney Plus. But how about Star Wars Rebels? We'll end on the our Star Wars Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Clone Wars was nowhere. Yeah, good point. It did six seasons and it ended, and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Like, you well, it didn't did finish. six seasons and it did. Wasn't it on two or three different networks? Yeah, and then and Disney it, played. Yeah, good point. Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Clone Wars was sure. a canceled show that finally got its due. And there's some really good stuff in there. And, and seasons, it, it, and I would argue that great. the last season is the best season. So might be. Thank you, Dave Filoni. Thank you very much, Dave Filoni. So any others? That's that's a good list. That's a lot of lists. If you guys haven't seen any of those shows, they're definitely definitely. Oh my way, god! One, one I'm looking best... at this right now. By what? the way, did you know the show Superstore? Oh, sorry, Supernatural. Supernatural was on for 15 seasons. Oh, it's still on. I think it's it's ending this year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 15 seasons. It's on the CW. Carved out a fucking huge following. When those guys show up at the comic cons, it is banged out. Yeah, people Crazy love Supernatural. Shit. Um, one of the best parts of Man vs. Snake, which was an episode, uh, it's a documentary. Me and Davey did an episode on it a while ago, was yeah. the guy playing Man vs. Snake, which is uh, a arcade game that you literally have to play for 24 hours straight. In his house when he was playing it, he had like the box set of ALF. Remember, he had like every yeah. VHS tape of every season of ALF. And he loved ALF. Which I love the bad boys. Uh, I, I, I love I it. Don't care. I don't care for how he treats his host family. No, that's that's from that's from uh so good the bowling, uh, <laughs> Dead Eyes Dempsey. His Dead wife Eyes. was really an elf. So I don't good. care how I don't care how he treats his host family. <laughs> she loves her bad boys. What can I say? <laughs> that was a great elf reference there. That was a great uh, elf reference. All right, let's go to the next portion of the program. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the all right, Ryan, would you like to uh, kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? I am going to receive. I'm going to take the ball, Richard. Okay. Because we have done this. I'm looking at this just on WEEI. We have done this for 216 episodes, right? Right. I have never been more excited to give you a pick of the pod than I am right now. Woo! Hold, hold the goddamn phone. All there right. is a show on Netflix called Death by Magic. That you have to fucking watch now, like right now. Death by magic. So this guy, he's a he's a British magician. He he's he's the fucking he's this guy's an alien, 
And so his whole show is he goes, he, he finds, or he does these tricks that magicians died doing. And he does his own take on them. But before he does them, he like, he, he does like David Blaine type magic, like for people. Oh my and God. Why haven't I seen this? Out. It just came out. It just oh, came out okay. this week. It's outrageous. Uh, my wife and I watched this. I think there's eight episodes. We watched five, like right out of the shoot. They're so good. And the magic in it is amazing. Well, maybe that will be our episode next week because I'm going I, I to need my balls into it. I need you to watch Death by Magic and fucking tell me about it because oh. you would, you are going to love it. I'm going to absolutely love it. I'm going to lose my mind. Yep. I've never been more excited. I've, I cannot. Six out of six. Like Death I cannot, by Magic. All right. Death by, I'm in. You need to I'm watch in. it. You sold me. You already right. sold me. You're, that, that doesn't sound like a Gene's pick to me. That sounds like a, that sounds like a winner. Uh, right. Speaking of Dave Filoni, my pick of the pod, I have not watched all of them yet, but we as a collective were late to the game on Clone Wars. Yes. It was a daunting task, but we went through and watched all of Clone Wars, which is a million episodes. So I was like a little hesitant to dip my toes into Star Wars Rebels, which takes place mm -hmm. after episode three and like much closer to episode four. And it is like the look of it. It looks a little bit more kid friendly. And I was like, ah, I don't really know. And they're introducing some more new characters. So I'm like, ah, I don't really know. But because of the Mandalorian uh, and sort of Filoni writing and directing this last episode, which is awesome. Oh, by the way, we're not going to have time to do a whole lot on episode five from by season two of the Mandalorian. Time out. Look what Joshua Clark just said at the bottom of the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua, you get us. He uh, Joshua just <laughs> just into the chat. The great Apple stand caper was another one canceled too soon. I am embarrassed. I haven't <laughs> thought about that until he said it. Just <laughs> I gotta now. watch that again. If you don't know what that is, watch it. Give it a big Apple stand caper. The Apple stand no, was caper. It 90, 92? <laughs> That was so 1990, good. 1992. That wasn't Car us. That, that, was, that wasn't us. <laughs> you can do a lot of stuff with computers these days. <laughs> <laughs> I got to watch that. That Seriously, was two years it. ago. I love that show. Actually, the show wasn't great. The The Appleston Caper. It was in Seth Rogen's Comedy for Charity. or I forget what the name of it was. Hilarity for Charity. Hilarity for Charity. Yeah. Oh my god, that's good. I love those guys. <laughs> I love those guys. Chair and Itty. You can you can do a lot of stuff with the computers these days. <laughs> that definitely wasn't that definitely wasn't us. We wouldn't do anything like that. <laughs> we wouldn't do anything like that. We would never do that. Uh, uh <laughs> Seth Rogan. We love we love you, Seth Rogan. You're you're the man, Seth Rogan. You're, everything you're about to see is because of you. Thank you so much for our opportunity. This is any, everything you're about to see is because of Seth Rogen. Yeah, we love you, Seth Rogen. Uh, uh, but anyway, oh fuck, I'm good dying. call. I've been trying to watch as much Star Wars Rebels as possible. Yeah, and so sorry. I saw a couple, episodes, a couple episodes from season one. I watched the first two and last two from season two, and now my plan is to watch all of three and all of four. I've heard all of four is the best, but this show deals with Darth Vader, Darth Maul, Thrawn, and Ahsoka Tano are all in the show. And she's older, right? Is she yes. older? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because it's closer to episode right. four. Because Vader's in play now, so she's... Vader's yeah. in the house. Mm -hmm. So have you seen any of the show? 
I saw the first season and I was like, okay. it was a little, and from what people told us, like it's, it's Kitty to start. And then they kind then of, kind of find his way. That, yeah. So that's the only reason why I'm like, I'm not going to watch every single episode. And cause even with Clone Wars, as good as Clone Wars were, there was a few episodes that were kind of like, mm, I probably didn't need to waste 25 minutes doing this, but the first two and last two for episode two or season two, right? You got to watch like okay. Vader's in them and it's badass. Uh, Check it out. And then, I've watched like five or six episodes so far from season three. So I'll finish all three and all four and then I'll report back, but it has been good. And there's more Thrawn. And because I feel like we might be getting him in the Mandalorian, it's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta get in on that. See, this is why I was so excited about this episode of the Mandalorian. And we'll kind of end with this, but like how all of this gets thrown together. Now it's all in play. It's so good. And it's because of Dave Filoni and he's in charge of it. And so we, we won't really have a chance right now because Davey is about to perform on his Twitch stream. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want more of our thoughts from episode five of season two, go to the Mac and Goo podcast. And Davey and I and Goo did like a 30-minute all-spoiler full breakdown of that episode and needless to say we were very very excited about it very excited and you can find that on anywhere we stream so if you go to like the mac the shared universe facebook page or you go to his youtube page or whatever you can find it so anywhere we are they are go look at that as a speaking of that on facebook we are the hashtag dork shared universe so it's mac and goo it is the pop culture pile drivers the change my mind pod it is the furlough friends it is dr joe and shime on twitch and davy on twitch so head over right now to twitch.tv slash rvond Davey is going to take your requests all for good cause five bucks a song right is that what we're hearing five bucks that's a song? A, we're doing like a pickle jar thing so we're doing pickle like a, yeah if you give a donation to Movember I'll try to do it I'll try to because some people are like fucking requesting Celine Dion songs I can't I do that you're, you're going to do the best you can I'll do the best I can but head over right now to Davey's uh, Twitch page course you can rate review and subscribe to us on itunes and just about everywhere else podcasts are available follow us on twitter and instagram at dork podcast and subscribe to our youtube channel youtube.com slash dork podcast uh rye i am gonna jump over to your twitch stream and uh enjoy some of the uh, the sweet tunes of the night right, brother. but before i sign off what do they say about wombats they get them square bottles baby the squarest bottles <laughs>